Okay, folks, so the countdown to episode 100 continues. And in this episode, which will be episode 98, I believe, so that means two more to the big 100 show. Uh, awesome Sauce and myself are back at it again with another episode of the PICs on LSD, which can and will contain explicit language and adult content. Listener discretion is highly advised. If you are um, have any adversions to things like that, we're going to get deep this time we're going to talk about the uh the documentary uh maybe mockumentary on netflix called um abducted in plain sight so we do a deep dive into that and the last two episodes of pacs on lsd have uh been more topical but next month in april uh we will get back to uh, talking about uh more things about our own lives and our opinions on different dating uh things like that but be um, on the lookout for episode 100 of the podcast network and as well as um, the other episodes of uh, In No Particular Order with DMAC and myself. Um, thank you for uh, embracing Eddie Murphy's Law, The Return. Um, also, um, the episode preceding this one, which is our Marvel and DC series called B&E versus Marvel and DC. Thank you for embracing that. Uh, the Ron Garney interview and all the things we will be doing in the future. Um, yeah. So until then, enjoy the following episode. You really want to know. You have failed this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. want to apologize for missing the show in february but life got in the way but we're back for the month month of march with a new episode it's going to be pretty riveting um the last episode that we did about r kelly did pretty well and we're kind of going to follow that trend by discussing current topics uh next month we'll, we'll probably get back to our own topics but uh, we're going to talk about the netflix original documentary abducted in plain sight dim, dim, dim. <laughs> um so you saw this before i did and i thought that i saw it when it first got a lot of hype so when did you see it and what kind of uh, attracted you to wanting to see it okay so i'll be honest i actually had to watch it twice because i couldn't believe what i was seeing <laughs> okay so the first time i watched it was I want to say about a month ago, because everybody was talking about it on Facebook. Everybody was talking about it at work. And I, I started watching 
this and I thought, oh my God, this, this just can't be real. Like this has to be fake, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, then I, I watched it again, uh, not too long ago, just within the last week and, uh, did a little bit of research on it too. Okay. And it's still as crazy as it was the first time. <laughs> um, I'm still having a hard time believing that it's true. Now, okay, so for those in the audience who haven't watched this, I'm sure I'm sure that most of you probably have. Abducted, abducted in Plain Sight is a story about a family in Iowa, Idaho, somewhere in like the Bible Belt. Um, where in the 1970s, uh, this man from their church, essentially, he, um, he, he uses his superior intellect to molest their daughter from ages like 10 to like 17 as well as start sexual relationships with their husband and the wife before and after and during he his molestation of their daughter That's yeah yeah he, he pretty much seduced the mom and the dad jan's mom and jan's dad yeah that, that was crazy. <laughs> all Absolutely in, insane. <laughs> all in pursuit of the daughter, Jan, because uh, uh, one of the most disturbing scenes to me was towards the end uh, when Jan had ran away, or so they thought, and this gentleman was calling the mom, basically asking questions about Jan's, Jan's whereabouts. So then he calls the mom, and the first thing the mom said was, do you still want to marry Jan? He's like, yes, I do. I want to marry her with all my heart. I love her so much. And then the mom's voice was audibly saddened, not because her daughter's missing, but because he would rather marry her daughter than be with her. I know, because <laughs> she, 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 uh, she started sleeping with him after after the first abduction. Yeah. And then prior to the first one, he um kind of ran his game on her and I grabbed her titty. And then as she was talking about it, she, she was like getting wet. She's like, I know. She liked, my... she liked all the attention. <laughs> yeah. I had feelings I haven't had in years. <laughs> she even basically admitted that he was better than her own husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, he needed some relief, though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was... That... Now, I have to say that that is, that that is a great line. I have to use that line. I, I would never think to call it that. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, yeah, he needed some relief already. The scene that we're talking about is when um the... Bye. He said, Bob? Yeah, Bob, Jan's dad. And what was the uh, the pimp's name? Because he, he was definitely a pimp. <laughs> was it Bo or some B. B, yeah. So B uh, made uh, Jan's dad, Bob, leave his job and go on a drive with him. And then on the drive, he proceeds to tell Bob that, oh, you know, my wife, she just doesn't satisfy me anymore. We haven't had sex in a long time. He said time. he hates his wife. I hate her. He said he hates his wife. I hate her so much. <laughs> just... But 
<laughs> She's my wife. I hate her. <laughs> Makes sense. And and I haven't had sex in so long, Bob. And I need some relief. <laughs> and then Bob just proceeds to jack him off. He said, "Well, he said that he needed some relief, and I'm I'm a good friend, so I jacked him off." All out of, op- all out of options, man. Bob was all out of options, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Bob was a king of finesse because that was all strategic. I mean, Bo. Because he used that against the family in the long run. He said, hey, Jan, well, like Jan's mom, Jan's mom, if you leave your husband, he'll get custody of the kids because your husband's a homosexual. And, like, I know because he gave me a hand job. So he had everything planned from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. He he was a pretty clever guy. And uh, Jan's family, they were pretty fucking stupid. That's, that's all I got. What do, you, what do you think about the whole thing with uh, uh, B seeing a, a psychiatrist or whatever and the psychiatrist suggesting that for his therapy, for his healing therapy, that he should uh, share a bed okay, with, with, uh, with, Jan. with Jan? What was she, like 10 or 12 at the time? Because supposedly he was sleeping with his aunt when he was four years old, which I don't know how that is anatomically possible <laughs> i mean i i i assume he was molested though okay i'm gonna assume that because something went seriously wrong with him yes, when girl. he was a kid yeah yeah but supposedly he was molesting his sister though too according to his brother yeah. i think his brother's joe um so that's yeah weird his brother, who obviously hated him, but also appeared to be a little jealous of him as well. Yeah, I think he just wanted a role in this documentary, honestly. <laughs> um, but, okay. Just... Uh, let's kind of go back to the beginning for those who haven't seen the documentary. So the documentary is essentially about, as I was saying, how this guy abducted, abducted this, this young woman two times in her lifetime and seduced her entire family in a grand scheme of, of marrying this, this underage woman. And um, the parents are very um, naive stupid. or stupid is a, is a more apt term for it. And they let this happen. And all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> And they let it happen. Probably helped their sex life too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's one man, and who who wasn't, he was a, he looked like a, a substitute math teacher, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this: in the documentary, they were showing some clips. Was that really him, or was that just an actor? Those were all um, reenactments. They did show some actual photographs of that time period, but. Everything that was in motion of that time, because I think he did have, um, I think he did do a video of Jan when she was very, very, very young and like skimpy underwear kind of dancing around, which was very disturbing. Now, and we're making light of this because some shit that happens in this documentary is so crazy and off the wall, but it's not funny the fact that he was definitely a pedophile to this young girl. That part is funny. Everything else is hilarious, but that part is not funny. Yeah, that part is not funny at all. Um, yeah, so, so he, okay, so B was married. Did B have children? Yes. Yeah. That's the only part I didn't catch because they didn't really talk about 
about that much. And I wish they could have brought his kids or or kid in for for an interview because I just think in the back of my mind he had to have tried something with his own kids too. But yeah, now that I don't. That's a very good know. point because. If he was abusing his own sister, who was his half sister, still it's a sister. Um, I don't see what would stop him from doing the same thing to his own children. But um, in the beginning of the documentary, they said that when Bo um kind of supplanted himself into their family dynamic, um, him him and his wife had kids who, who were about the same age of all of uh Jan's brothers and sisters. So, so like they'd all play together. And then it all started one time. They were taking a nap because they were tired, and then somehow Bo was taking a nap right by Jan, and then she woke up and like her pennies were missing, or some, or or her pennies were like rearranged. He said, "Oh, he must have been restless when you were sleeping. Your panties drawers came off." Oh yeah, 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 yep. That's how uh, how that happens, right? <laughs> and then um, another bizarre part <laughs> that was like science fiction. He when when he abducted her the first time, he um he had an elaborate scheme where he got into a car accident, got all cut up, and uh basically crashed crashed the vehicle. And then when Jan wakes up, there's a tape recorder of some people beings who call themselves aliens who said that they're go that it's her job to repopulate the earth with some crazy shit with the first man that she sees. Then she walked into the other part of the RV and she sees Bo. He's like, oh, hi, Jan. I must have got beat up from that alien uh, abduction. <laughs> so... E.T. almost beat me up. He almost beat my ass. Did you talk to, like, aliens too? Yeah, I did, Bo. And, and did they tell you to do anything with your vagina while, while you were uh, talking to him? <laughs> <laughs> it, but he, he did this to... Uh, to other kids before too. Yeah, yep, yep. And, uh, the person who interviewed this documentary wasn't even, I don't know if it was a woman or a male who, who did the interviewing, but that person wasn't sure if the story was even real or not, or if Jan was just kind of telling herself that just to make things less fucked up. Yeah, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't until someone came forward that said, hey, he used that same technique on me. Wow. And this was after doing some research after uh -huh. after I watched this uh, documentary. So, I mean, he, here's the thing, though. She was what? What was she like? Like 12 when this alien thing happened? Yeah. 10 or 12. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the 70s and a lot of... Uh, ufo sightings were coming about yes a lot of science fiction movies so i can totally see her buying into that plus the aliens were i think if i understood correctly were threatening to hurt her family if she didn't do right they said right um the aliens told her that if she didn't do this by a certain age uh then they would go after her, her sister, and her and her sister would have to do the task of having sex yep. with this grown man. So I can see how she would be scared and buy into that, and she trusted B. Yeah, you know, and and he made it all seem pretty believable. I mean, it's it's not hard making a twelve year old believe something like that, especially back back then, and um. 
regarding him being a pedophile, I mean, pedophiles weren't really known back then. You know that I yeah. don't even know if that word really existed. I think back, back then, then they just called them child molesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't like how it is now. So, so he set the he set the stage kind of for all the other pedophiles out there. Made that word uh, useful. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. There's so many layers of fuckery. Even in the 70s, how could any parents be so trusting as to let a grown man or woman lay with their children? So here's the thing, though. That family, uh, Jan's family, they were a part of the LDS community. Uh, oh, what's that? They were Mormons. They were Mormons. Okay. And I don't know much about Mormons, but when I think of LDS, for some reason, I don't know if the two are linked, I think about that, that guy that made the community drink the Kool-Aid and they all died. Uh Jim Jones. Suicide. Yeah, wasn't wasn't he he was a part of some sort of it's like a cult in a way. That's what it appears like to me. I don't know. So they were really really, really trusting. What does I'd have to do more research on the Mormon community, but what does I'm gonna look it up now if Jim Jones was Mormon. Oh Latter-day Saints. Okay, gotcha. Um, no, Jim, uh, Jim Jones was, like, an offshoot of, a, of, I believe, Baptists. So, like, he was, like, a Baptist, and then, like, when the church got so big, and he wanted to not be part of, like, the ba the Baptist, um, we'll call it, organization, that's when he took his church to, like, Ghana or some shit, right? Like, some crazy island. Yeah, he somewhere. took them to some, yeah, some island, and, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so they aren't really yep. all that linked. Um, but, yeah, um, even even though they're Mormons, they, I don't, it's just so crazy, cause, uh, because, like, the dad was clearly gay, probably always a member of the homosexual community, but I guess because he was, <laughs> because, like, wanted to go, and, and that explained why the wife wasn't fulfilled, because her husband was obviously a member of the homosexual community. <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah i think they also portrayed uh b as being charming and handsome and funny and and all these things so yeah it appeared he kind of had a little crush growing on uh on b there too mm -hmm. so a friend they need he said he needed some relief so i took my left hand and i i gave him some relief and that scene too, that scene too. He he does like what that that emoji does that, that I send sometimes. You have both your hands up. Like, yeah, exactly. Not up. Hey. Yeah. I helped out a friend. Um, there's just so many layers to this. Cause like at first he he takes out he takes Jen away for uh for for like a nature trip for a night. Then he's gone for like a week. And then the mom finally decides to call the police. And then when she called the police, she said, I don't think he hurt Jan. He just, he, just, he probably took it away from us. I don't think she's, he kidnapped her. Like, if, you're, if your child... <laughs> if your child is at home for a number of days, I would definitely think that the last person I saw them with probably has taken my daughter. If not, they both got kidnapped. But I wouldn't just be so fucking nonchalant about it. Wait, five days...
Well, they always wanted to protect this guy, though. They didn't want him to get into trouble. Yeah. You know? They they were always Ooh. all about protecting him. Because he had so much game. You know? He, 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 had, he, he had the most game in the world. So then... Um, <laughs> I know. He finally decides to bring it back the first time. And, um, no, because I think they actually got arrested, didn't they, that time? Yeah, yeah, in, uh, in Mexico. He took her all the way to Mexico and married her. Yeah. And married her. Yep. Because it's, it was, is, I don't know, I think was allowed there at age 12. Right. To, to, to marry a 12 year old. Yeah. Sick. Sick as fuck. Sick. And and while this was going on here, Jan's mom and her dad, they're all jealous because they can't be Jan. It was a love it was a love square. <laughs> they they all well, it even uh-huh. It even seemed like her siblings were I this is just what it seemed like to me that that her siblings were a bit jealous too because he gave all his attention to to Jan. Yeah. She got all the attention. The one sister did seem like she was uh, upset and jealous that Jan got all the attention, not her. They all wanted a piece of beef. <laughs> beef, beef was a pimp. They all wanted beef. Um, <laughs> so then he gets arrested, and then uh, when they're in jail, he pays one of the um, officers to security. Yeah, to send Jan to him. Said, "Hey, Jan, listen. I'll just tell your parents. I mean." To tell your parents that like we got lost is something like that. So he, so he got lost in Mexico. It happens. Yeah. So <laughs> he could get away with his fuckery, and then of course he does it. And then they write love letters to each other, and she said it, it because she felt it's what he wanted to hear, and let's just want to make him happy. He's like, oh, B, I love you so much. I can't wait to marry you, B. I love you so much. So so that is weird to me too. Because I think back to when I was 12, and first off, I don't even think I could spell, like, all of the words correctly, okay? He was very or, smart, yeah. yeah. Very smart, yet, yet yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, smart in her own way, I guess, and intellectually smart, yes. yeah, and and just the, the words that were used in that love language, I mean... It's just so strange to me. But then she, she wasn't she, didn't she, um, wasn't she kind of like a little actress back then too? Like she did some plays and all of that. Yes, and that's what I was going to get into because uh, from the very beginning I thought that she looked very familiar. But I read an article saying that she is a she is an actress. Yep, yep, she plays in. Uh, or played in like 30 episodes of this show I've never heard of, of called Everwood. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. And she actually runs her own theater now. So. She manages a theater in Utah now. Wouldn't it be, I would feel better if this entire thing was like a, a social experiment or like a, a very deadpan mockumentary because it's so fucking bizarre that's i would feel so much better if this is all a fucking hoax yeah i would feel better about that too but i just don't know how, how why someone would come forward and admit all of these things 
knowing that the whole world is probably thinking, like, what the fuck is wrong with this family? Publicity. Like, all of the attention was not even on B. It's, like, on his family. Yeah. On, on them. It's just <laughs> so weird. Yeah, but the only reason why it probably isn't fake, well, according to what they show in the documentary, so who knows, um, is that they show the actual court hearing of B and her in, like, the early 2000s, and then they show news clipping or well, like you saw news reports of when it first got out too but i yeah i wanted to be fake so bad because i don't know how this guy got past that's why i had to watch it <laughs> he got past the the father who should be protecting his family and uh got a hand job from him he touched the mom's titty then after he kidnapped the daughter he went to the trailer Although, he, he had her come to his trailer, and then, like, he ran that game on her, and then, like, started kissing her, and then, like, he, he fucked her, and then when she talked about yeah, it... Yeah, for, like, six months. Yeah. She said, every time I went over there and saw him, we had sex. And it was the best sex I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and her and her husband, they stayed married up until he died. Bob, the dad, he died last year. Oh, he good? died last November. Oh, wow. Yeah, he died last November. Yeah. So, I mean, they stayed married up until the point here. Here's what gets me. OK, here's one of the one of the scenes that really sticks out to me. And of course, it involves Bob, the dad, <laughs> okay. is when when he 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 starts tearing up and he's talking about the infidelity towards his wife. That's what he feels bad about. Right. I peeped that out, too. I peeped that, too. Doesn't mention his, his daughter that's you know, <laughs> clearly been brainwashed and, and molested. No. He talks about infidelity towards his wife. <laughs> his wife was fucking B all along anyway. Right. You know, she could care less. I brought my <laughs> So weird. You know, back to Jan, though. Uh-huh. Um, so up until this day, she still she still can't find the kind of love she had uh, with B. What? Like, she's she still to this day claims that what they had was real and that she really, really loved him. And she even got married and had a kid and got divorced and and she's still looking for love but she said there's nothing that compares to the love between her and b okay so this makes me think she has that uh what's that called that stockholm syndrome Stockholm syndrome. but yeah but then why even get mad at him and and take him to court (laughs) if she loves him maybe she's mad because she got too old for him and he lost attraction he did lose attraction, but then he also probably got mad because here he was fondling, you know, her mom and <laughs> her dad, you know, and then other kids were involved before her. Who knows? Because uh, I think she's sick. Huh? I think she's sick, too. Like, I feel bad for what happened. Okay, don't get me wrong or anything. I feel bad for what happened and her parents really failed her. They really did. Yeah, terrible. But I I think I think she's still she's still messed up. She she has to be like 
she looks fucked up in the eyes. Like in her eyes, you can tell there's like there's something missing there. And um, but I think you might be onto something if she said that she can't find a love that B gave to her. I think that maybe she's upset that things didn't work out. And then when on on one part of the documentary, she's talking about when she got like a little bit older, and she says that she could tell that B's attraction to her has kind of faded because she got older. So I wonder if that is a catalyst of why she actually got upset because they because she got older to him and became unattractive. Right, and didn't weren't they supposed to have a baby together, and that never worked out either. Yeah, like she never got pregnant by him, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was saying that somehow he only put the head in, but he was nothing in her too, didn't he? Well, like when they first started out, he was just you know slowly doing things to her, you know, like putting the head in and all that. But I think eventually they did have they did have sex, like real sex. Because the parents was like, I think. The doctor said that, like, he didn't break the hymen. And I was like, thank you, Lord. He didn't break the hymen. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was after the first abduction, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was. And then, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, after the second, I assume he did break it. She just never, she just never got pregnant. But here's what I don't understand. I don't understand the obsession he had with her. I mean, did she remind him of someone or... What was it about her? Or did he just like kids in general? I mean, if he did, then why didn't he want any of her other siblings? You know what I mean? Like, he worked really hard to get to jam. Yes. He concocted What was it? He fucked her parents to get to her. Right. So what was it about her? I mean, I'm just thinking she had to have reminded him of someone. I don't know. Um, I don't want to try to understand pedophilia, but I would imagine people who have that perversion to be attracted to children. I don't. That's like how you aren't attracted to just any guy, and I'm not just attracted to just any girl. Maybe when someone has a perversion, they're they're even though it's the children, um, they just aren't attracted to anybody. But but you're right though. Even with that, the extent that he went to. To court this woman, well, this child, are astounding. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah, never. No, never, never. He fucking... Uh-huh. Well, here's another thing I don't understand. So, with his wife, because he was married. Um, first off, how was, she, how was the wife okay with him? Yeah. Sleeping next to a a 10 or 12 year old girl for that was going on for a while too. That wasn't that. I think they said every night for six months. Yeah. But the wife was taken up for him. If you remember, like, like the, the wife was, was enabling him and, and like, like his wife was kind of his accomplice. Like, so his game was so good that he convinced his wife that something he needed to do. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cause his wife never left him. How does this make any sense? How is that gonna? How is that a healing therapy? How? What does that have to do with 
anything that he supposedly went through as a kid. Didn't it say that like that therapist was also a pedophile and like was just a crazy person, like who got a a license? Oh, I didn't catch that part. I think, but yeah, I mean, I think it said something weird. Oh. There was something weird about that um psychiatrist because I thought for a minute he just forced a note from his fucking psychiatrist but then like they said something about like the uh psychiatrist was also like a, a pedophile or something like that and then yeah it had to have been if this was okay and then as a parent i'm like man i don't give a fuck what that psychiatrist says you're not fucking sleeping in bed with my daughter after you already kidnapped her and married her well well was there even any proof that he was even seeing a psychiatrist though was there any actual proof of that i think that they said um, that he was, but doing further research, that psychiatrist also um had caught some cases of doing the same shit. But even so, gotcha. I'm like, well, fuck you and your psychiatrist, you're not doing that. But they were like, well, if a doctor said it, I guess you should do it. Go ahead, go in there, Jan, and don't wear any underwear. Yeah. Yep, it's totally normal. Totally normal. Well, she was sharing a room with her sister. And then he went as far as split that room into, made that into two rooms, put a wall. <laughs> yeah, he put a whole wall up. <laughs> I mean, there were other siblings too. I mean, how, how how didn't they see that this was just so fucking weird? Like, oh, what a nice guy. He's, he's sharing the bed with our 10-year-old daughter and he made her her own room and they're going on vacation together and he's not letting us know where they're going. What a guy. God, Can I, it makes me sick. Every single one of them. It's so it, it's so fucking bizarre. Cause who with their children of their own would want to take someone else's child on a long vacation with just that child? It's not like a family, not a joint family vacation. This man has his own children. He goes over their house and he look, fuck my kids. I want to take only one of your daughters <laughs> on vacation. Right. <laughs> makes no sense at all what do you think about the whole thing like they had just met him yeah i mean he, it's not like he was a family friend from since jan was born or anything like that like he kind of just came out of nowhere out of he nowhere. was new in town and he's asking jan's mom to bring him sandwiches at lunch <laughs> and she fucking did a fucking loser Jan, could you bring yeah, me bring some sandwiches for, for lunch? Sure thing. Sure thing, yeah, Belle. I'll give, you, I'll give you Bob's sandwich. <laughs> Bob doesn't eat one. <laughs> Bob only eats the meat in his sandwiches anyway. <laughs> Man, I'm hungry for a sandwich now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm for real. <laughs> I don't know. Out, out of everything, though, like, what part? I mean, everything's like baffling and all but what part really it really sticks out to you this whole story there's so like you said there's so much but the part that made me upset was the fact that after he molested their daughter and kidnapped her he fucked the mom afterwards mm-hmm and repeatedly. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so so that's kind of it. But the part that made me upset the most was when she, was when she called him, and she was upset that not that not that that he wanted to marry Jan, but you can tell it's because he wanted to marry Jan over her, because she was considering mm-hmm. even Bob for him. And then he said, "You'll get the kids because your husband's a homosexual." You know how I know? Because he could he jacked me off. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he asked for it. Yeah, I know. I can't believe they stayed married, though. I, I can't believe they stayed married. I can't believe Jan still has a relationship with her with her mom. Right. Like, just look at her mom. And, and I'm, I would say her dad, too, but he's dead, so he passed away. But um, that she still kept a relationship with them. And the mom, too, in the interviews, like, like the dad seemed clearly upset. Okay, he he did. He seemed he did seem upset about it all. You know, I don't know if it's the embarrassment of coming forward with something like that, because he wasn't going to at first. He was not going to come forward with with that hand job. (laughs) Um, But just the mom's reaction, like in the interview, it was like, it, it almost seemed like she was getting turned on when it she was did. just talking. It about, really did. Like, ooh, then he grabbed my breast from behind. And, ooh, I felt feelings I haven't felt in so long. Ooh. Like, where's her hand yeah. right now? Is her hand in her pants? I don't know if she ever even had anything in her head this entire time. It's just, just weird. Just weird. Is that how the subjects were? Seriously? <laughs> and then uh, the the audacity of her to write a book about this, like from from the vantage point of, of them being victims. If I if, if this happened and I, I wrote a book about it, I would take out all the parts about me being an idiot. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she's they're all gonna profit off of this now, so. And there might even be a there might even be a part two to the story. That makes sense because uh, on, on the listing it said that it came out in 2017, but everybody started talking about it earlier this year, which is crazy. So it had been on there for two years. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't even know when it came out. Didn't even know that. But yeah, there there might be a part two. I'd like to dig some more into uh, B's past, though. That's yeah. what I would like. Because at some point, he went to jail, and, like, he was supposed to get all these years, but then, like, he convinced the parents to say something else so he can get, like, get, like, get like a lighter sentence. And they did it. Oh, yep, yep, yep. They did. Yeah, what was that? Uh, was it? Uh, what was it ten days for a year? What was it? It, it was crazy like that. Yeah, it was like two weeks or some shit. Yeah, it was it was really short. They they were just always protecting him. But then there there was Jan too saying no, don't send him to jail and all that. But you know what? Part of me is thinking too that her parents they they just sound like they kind of neglected her. In a way, yeah. it really sounds like that. And maybe, maybe she saw B as kind of like her parent in a way, uh, you know, because they were. This is even more sick. You don't fuck your parents. It's, right. It's, it's more sick, but I mean, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't make sense of it all, no. but. And then. At the end, during like the court hearing, he was so fucking defensive. He's like, "Well, you know that your parents said that I could take you on that vacation, Jan. You know that we were in love. You're just trying to profit to get money. Aren't you writing a book about this? Aren't you getting money off of this story?" 
Yeah, and then he ended up killing himself in 2005. Yep, because like he was finally he he's finally going to jail. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Do do you think they do you think they did love each other? Because I think this is what I think. I think he was obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that that she was a child and and that he had such control over her. Um. And I, I do think that she was in love with him. I, I do think she was. She was in love with him because he took over her mind and he was in control of her mentally. So I, I don't think she like really, really loved him like like two two seemingly mature adults would be in a a um romantic love, but because he he trained her and uh what's that word for it? He groomed her for it. She, she loved him because of that. But then, but when that happens to children, they become confused. And unfortunately, it's very difficult to break that confusion, even until her now middle to almost elderly age. She's still confused about that because it happened at such, a, at such like a formative time. And the other crazy part is when she was at that um, acting camp and then like that boy liked her and, and like, asked her to buy her ice cream, so it was a normal relationship with a normal boy, and she started busting out crying and shit, because he felt guilty. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it was, I think she was like 16, 16 at the like time, yeah. and it, yeah, yeah, we're, we're almost 16, because it was shortly after that, that she realized that the alien thing wasn't even real, right. and isn't it at that point that she, she went back home? Um, I think it was after that that she realized that her because she was going to she was gonna um make her sister um be with with B to uh yep. get pregnant yep. and if that wasn't if she wasn't going to do that she was going to kill her sister and then kill herself now which is absolutely insane <laughs> was that before or after he kidnapped her the second time and then. That was after. Okay. After he kidnapped her the second because time. Because people in the audience, the second time he uh he concocted this story story that she ran away, but he really took her to like a a fucking coven and then told them that he was a, a secret agent and that Jan was his daughter. And then he and she was gone for what like a year, six months, a long ass time, right? Yeah, because he put her in this all girl Catholic school or whatever. Yeah. And then he would call yeah. her parents asking if they seen her. Then making a body search about Jan called him, told her that told him that she's selling her pussy to get money and shit, that she's doing drugs and all that shit. Oh yep. All be like he's like, now if you just would let me marry Jan, none of this would have happened. But now she's selling her pussy for for bus fare. Yeah. What, what did he say? He said she was making money hard, or hard, something like that. He said something like that. Making money the hard oh, way. Oh, me? How are you? So good to hear from you. By the way, have you heard from Jan? God, fucking stupid I bitch. I did hear from Jan. Jan said that she's making money the hard way. Oh. <laughs> so do you still want to marry Jan? <laughs> yes, I do. I love Jan with all my heart. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. And then I'll fuck. Yeah. So, 
So their marriage in Mexico was not real then. It was real in Mexico, yeah. But just uh, outside of Mexico, okay, because I didn't understand that part either. And I think that um, the American government worked with the Mexican government to to get it annulled, I think. But technically, they were definitely married in in Mexico. Like, the age of consent, like we said, is 12. Or was. Hopefully, it was, not is. Oh, my God, right? That's fucking crazy. Let's look that up. That's... that's... To the Googles. Yeah. Are are you looking it up right now, or do you want me to look it up? I'm looking it up. Okay. Age of Consent, Mexico. Age of Consent, Mexico. Let's see. Wow, okay, so the federal law establishes that the age of 12 is a minimal age of consent. Uh, while the age at which there's no restrictions for consensual sex activity is 18. Sex with someone uh, 12 to 18 is not legal per se, but but can still be open to, um, to um, persecution under certain circumstances. So it, it hasn't changed. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking crazy. That's whack. That's so whack. In the year of our Lord 2019, that is still... Yeah, yeah, it's so nice to see how much has changed (laughs) since that shit. Wow. And that reinforces a very negative stereotype that I've heard about Hispanics and their... Man. That is crazy. You know, um, you know, you know what else is crazy? Um, back in the seventies, and I just thought of this. The cops even thought that family was fucking whack. Like, like they couldn't even believe yeah. what was going on. Yeah, because like one cop guy was like, "I told, I knew what was going on, but they refused to press charges. I had him in my office. He was mad." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And during this interview for this documentary the person doing the interview got really upset too and they had to take a six-week break actually <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> this family man it's just oh my god they're just so fucking weird and you know it makes sense though that she's an actress now because she probably doesn't even know how to just be herself. Like she probably lost herself a long freaking time ago. And now she has to play all these different roles because she probably has no clue who she is. That's how I assume it would be. I think, I don't know. And the fact, what do, what do you, yeah, I, I agree. Um, cause she's probably, cause she's probably been, She's trained to be a fucking actress. Like when when the fucking alien shit, she she had to act like that the aliens weren't gonna um kill her and shit and during her her regular life, which went off the acting camp. She had to act like the aliens weren't there and like that she was in love with with uh Bo. They said is yeah, it's 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 so fucking crazy. And um, the fact that he didn't come to fucking justice. Well, he I, I guess he was going to, but he killed himself. It's fucking crazy that this goes on. Because, I mean, but it happens to this day. Because look at fucking R. Kelly. It's like, it's kind of the same shit. 
I know, I know. And it's it's like that, like, remember that guy from Cleveland that held those uh, three girls yeah. um, in his place for, like, ten years? I'm Amanda and Barry! He, and he, he ended up killing himself, too, so it's, you know. And, and, like, he had kids with the fucking chicks and shit, and then, like, that black dude thought that, like, it was his grandkids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had ribs with this dude! I got a job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, <get> away. <laughs> Want some relief, though. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. Though. Yeah. There are some crazy fucking people in this fucking world. But um, to kind of go back down the hoax train, uh, it could still be a hoax because people will do anything. Look at that, like the guy from a fucking empire. He wants attention so bad that he fucking made up a story about him being attacked by Trump supporters. And, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that said he had a noose around right. his neck. Noose, bleach. It had mac yep. hats on and sub zero temperatures. Called him the N word. <laughs> called him uh, gay slurs. Didn't they have video footage and they couldn't even like see any of that happen something like that i hadn't really followed it but the video footage showed two black dudes because he hired two <laughs> black he like like africans too he, guilty guilty <laughs> but he, but he, he claimed it was two white guys wearing maga hats and said this is maga country number one no one who, who's really a pro-trump supporter and a racist calls it maga only the media calls it maga they also make Make America great again. And who's, I don't give a fuck how much hate you have in your heart. You are not going to be outside at 2 o'clock in the morning in sub-zero temperatures wearing a, 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 a fucking dad hat that says Mac on. You're going to have a ski mask on, a, a, a wool hat of some kind. You are not going to be out in sub-zero temperatures with a MAGA hat on. Just waiting yeah. to happen to see uh, a homosexual black man to assault. <laughs> <laughs> good point good point when, when that story came out when it first came out like damn this is kind of fucked up but then like when when all the details came out like wait a minute this story doesn't make any fucking sense because also as a black man if, if I got attacked and, and people put a noose on me I'm, I'm not going to leave a noose on so the fucking cops can see I'm taking the fucking noose off he left noose off like two hours. And then the first red flag, he, he went out in sub-zero negative temperature. Cause like, this happened back when it was like negative 20 here. <laughs> he went out of the house at 2 a.m. to get Subway. So you know he's lying. <laughs> Nobody's getting Subway at 2 a.m. having to walk outside in sub-zero temperatures, negative 10s and 20s and shit. No one's doing that. Man, you should have went into the the criminal um criminal field. I don't know why you didn't, because you you notice things that I don't even think about. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see why you would think that this documentary could be a hoax and that they're doing this for attention. Do, um, do may, maybe. I mean, especially after her and her mom wrote this this book together, yeah. right? I mean, 
It's, it's possible, but now did you find out who 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 approached whom whom for for uh this documentary? Did they approach the documentary or did the documentary approach them? That's a good because if they approach um oh go ahead huh if they approach the documentary, I think this might be a hoax because if they wrote a book that a book didn't get like enough money or attention, they say you know what. Let's do a documentary. Now, if if documentarian approaches them, maybe not. But if they approach documentarian after they had already written a book, I'm calling malarkey. Yeah, we'd we'd have to do some research on that. I'm gonna assume I'm gonna that did the interview, read the book, and thought, oh my god, this is so fucked up. I need to interview these people because I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't know. I kind of want to read that book now. Yeah. You know what? I kind of do as well. Cause like the, the mom wrote it. I, I want to see uh, fully from her perspective, how, how everything popped off and how, how she tries to fucking justify it in, in her own words. Cause it took her a long time to write this book. Like she started writing it in the nineties. She started writing it in the nineties. And I think if I remember correctly, it came out in the 2000s. Yeah, because... So she took some time writing it, so... Because when she first started writing it, the book was going to be um, erotica. But then she said, you know what? This is involves my daughter getting fucked, too, so maybe I'll change it to like a... to, to like a memoir. Yeah, something. I don't know, honestly... If it were me, I would be so ashamed of myself. I don't even know how someone can come forward with this. I mean, maybe this is good. Maybe other people that have done crazy stuff like this might come forward too, you know? But I just, I don't know. But it's like that uh, that story with, uh, remember the band, the Mamas and the Papas? Yep. The daughter, she was sleeping with her dad. Uh, Phillips? And Yeah, yep. She was sleeping with her dad, and it wasn't until he died that she actually came out with it all, came out with a book, mm-hmm. and told her story. And she was sleeping with him, like, well, until adulthood. Yeah. So, and then she was on all these talk shows and all that. Uh, I don't know. Like that's a good point. I'd have a I'd I'd have a hard time living with myself after after all of this. You know. Yeah. Um. That woman, uh, Bougie Phillips or whatever her name was, she had a life of like drug addiction and um, anorexia and shit. And, and, and like I think she also did like this some self uh some self mutilation. Yeah. Because 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 like she couldn't live with herself, and I think she also said that after a while, she started to look forward to it and enjoy it. Well, she she did too. I think she had a miscarriage, yeah. a couple of miscarriages yep. or something like that. I mean, maybe maybe it just makes them feel better to talk about it and to let the whole world know. I just don't know. I just, I don't get it, but I'm just, I'm glad I'm not in that situation, but I just wonder how the whole 
psychology works, you know, when it, when it comes to that, you know, I, I sure hope they use all of this money to seek some serious counseling, but at this point in their lives, I don't think it's going to make a difference. Cause like, is that deep and embedded? I don't think there's, there's any fix in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no fixing it. I mean, so if you were Jan though, would you be able to forgive your parents? I mean, it kind of sounds like they put all the blame on B. Yeah, exactly. But these were adults. I mean, not Jan, but her parents. They were adults. They were parents. Um, it didn't sound like they came from a fucked up home life or anything. But then who knows? Maybe, maybe Bob's giving, you know, his brothers relief too. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like. But there has to be put all this blame. but they are responsible for it too. They're definitely fuck. They are responsible. They're definitely responsible because like yeah. they're, they're supposed to be protecting their children. And I don't get you can't be that naive when it comes to your children. If you're gonna be that naive, you shouldn't have fucking children. Right. Yeah. And even if they're Christians or not, like. It's at a certain point you have to make comment. You have to have common sense, and then like they aren't super Christians if they're letting people fucking grab her breast and then fucking uh talk about fucking his wife and wife and wife not having sex anymore. If you're a yeah. Christian, you don't have, you don't have right. those type of conversations or let things get that far to where you're fucking doing shit like that. So they can't just play the Christian card. Oh, we're a happy Christian. We're just very trusting because you aren't living a full Christian lifestyle. I think these were just, uh, honestly, like, I'm starting to think that they were just uh, so so involved with uh, their feelings towards B that they totally forgot about their, they totally neglected what went on there. Uh, they were just happy that they were getting what they were getting out of it. And because they were getting attention too, yeah. you know, I assume the, that Bob didn't give his one attention, and I assume she didn't give Bob much attention. And I think they just all this attention they were getting from this charming, mysterious, funny, good-looking guy. They uh, they just basically let him have his way with Jan as long as they were getting what they wanted out of yep. the deal. And also, let's be real, that was not Bob's first homosexual experience yeah there's there's just no way because no one in their right mind like he was even saying he's like yeah i could tell that he was, ar- he yeah, was, he just, uh, he was aroused yeah. wouldn't you as a guy <laughs> just feel so uncomfortable sitting there in the passenger seat seeing that the guy next to you is getting a boner i'm like man i'm like talking about how he hates his wife i'm like hey bro i I get so uncomfortable hey bro i ain't with that gay shit dog i walk back to the office (laughs) i walk back i walk back to my job (laughs) right right um yeah he's he's like yeah just just Drop me off right here. I can walk <laughs> 20 miles later. <laughs> but you know what, though? If you think about it, too, B felt comfortable enough to ask him. Exactly. This not, exactly. This was not the first. There was something else going on because he would have never felt comfortable asking him But that. B was a pretty good read of people. Like, he could definitely read vibes. 
yeah, it, it was probably Bob that was getting a boner. Yeah. He was probably the one getting a boner at the same exactly. time. Exactly. But then, then B had to have been kind of bisexual yeah. too, getting off on the thought that Bob <laughs> was right there to give him a hand job, right? Because, I mean, think about it. You as a guy, like, I know you're not bi or anything like that. Now, wouldn't you be like totally left the entire time next to another man? Exactly. I, mean, I just don't think he he had some. Maybe he was a sex addict though too. Maybe, but then if he was, he would not have just put the head of his dick in Jan when she was younger, unless he was just being really clever. He was being very clever about the whole. Yeah, but I def or his dick was small. That it was the size of his head, and that's why it never <laughs> broke the height. <laughs> you, know, you know, but then that's, why, why even get a hand job? I mean, it wouldn't even be needed. He'd just need a rub job. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just all. I just have so many questions. But I have so many questions. But yeah, I definitely took that scene to uh, as Bo was definitely bisexual, at least bisexual. He might be fucking goats and shit too, because I think he did have like a a sex addiction, um, uh, perversion of course, and I think that he, also that could have been kind of like on some jail shit, because like there's people like who <clears throat> there have been studies that, that said that people in jail don't who who engage in homosexual sex don't consider themselves homosexual because being in jail is different. Sometimes it's about power, and he could have also been doing it doing it from a power aspect. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I bet you that's what it is. I bet you he was getting off of, on having having all this control over this entire, entire family. family. He had control over his wife. He had control over Bob and his wife and Jan and, and the siblings because they all trusted him. I mean, he had control over everything. So, yeah, he probably maybe he wasn't by and maybe he just got off on the thought of having control over over these weirdos you know and think about this uh that's probably he fucked the mom and the mom knew that he fucked the daughter and that her husband gave a hand job and she still continued to fuck him yeah that's kind of that's crazy that's um that's sick too that's why that's why i think they were all in it for themselves. Yeah. They were they were getting something out of it. They didn't even care. Because like I keep saying, he told her like, "Look, you can leave your husband, and come marry me. I guarantee that you'll get the kids because your husband's a homosexual. You know how I know because he gave me a hand job." So after that, he was still fucking her. So he admitted that he fucked her daughter and her husband, and then he, she was still fucking him. Maybe there was more there going on in that family be. that we just... There had to be. Maybe, maybe, and I hate to say this, but maybe her parents were getting off on this. They could have been. This whole I mean, thing. that's not... That is outlandish at this point. After everything we know about this family, it's not outlandish. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just an assumption I'm making. Like, you know, of course, I, I, I didn't hear that. I don't know that for sure, but I'm just thinking, like, what the... What the fuck was wrong with them? He could have been going from room to room in that house. <laughs> Jan's room, the parents' room. 
he was basically living there and, and Jan's mom was making him sandwiches. Yeah. Like, when was he ever home? When was he ever home? Hey, but check it out, though. What it had left all the part about, because it, they did say that both of the families got very close. What if they were having, like, key parties and shit? To where, like, they were having orgies with the two couples. And then, like, it all kind of evolved from there. That would make sense. That's how, like, he knew that uh, Bob was a homosexual. Because they probably had already engaged in, like, a threesome, a foursome with uh, both parties. Oh, man. You know what? If there's going to be a part two to the series, I wonder if, if they're going to talk more about the details here. Because you could be on to thing because they were really close they said that they were really close and if they were all good friends yeah maybe they were swingers i don't know they probably had to be because especially if they're going to do like a a part two to this documentary if they're going to have a a a film's length of new information there has to be something there that's that is worth them doing a sequel and and I, i think it has to be something like that because that's the only thing that makes a little bit of sense of how he he can just know what he can get away with with the husband and the wife. Because yeah. no one is that is that good good at uh, from reading chemistry. I feel like I can get this guy to give me a hand job. What, I feel like I can fuck these guys. What what did he? What what did he do for for a living again? What did B do? I don't remember. I, I know that after he got out of jail the first time, he sold cars uh, at his brother's car dealership, and like he was very good at it. And I don't remember what he did prior to that or after that. He might have been a preacher. Yeah, because he was good at he was good at persuading people to buy cars, just like how he was good in persuading people to hand give them job. hand jobs and give him some relief. <laughs> <laughs> needed some relief though. <laughs> I mean, he's my friend. He needed some relief, so I figured I'd help him out. He said so nonchalantly too. Oh man, it's crazy though that Bob died after this documentary. Yeah, he probably died from embarrassment. Supposed? Hmm. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, he was probably so ashamed. People were probably people like us were probably making fun <laughs> of it all. You know. I don't know, you know, I, uh, from what I understand is that was their only incident that they supposedly had was, was the thing in the car. I don't believe it. But yeah, like I said, not buying that. There's, there's more to it. And like you said, if there's going to be a sequel, then there's more information that they haven't put out in this first one that they're going to throw into the second one. And, um, I know that you got to get out of here, but let's close on this. So did you see the memes about it? Like there's like a whole, like 35 memes. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> they all involve Bob. <laughs> and then like they compared Bob to that guy from, um, from the fire festival. Who's going to suck that, uh, cop's dick to get the, <laughs> to get their water permit. Have you watched that one? Yeah, I have only. No, I haven't. I have not. That's pretty good, too. I've only seen one of the memes, but, you know, a topic that I would like to discuss uh-huh. sometime soon is the uh, the Chris Watts topic. Who's that? The guy, the Colorado guy that killed his uh, pregnant wife and daughters because he wanted to be with that mistress. 
Uh, yeah, the cover up. Uh, when did this happen? Like, it, it, is this newer? Yeah, yeah, it's newer. It happened Oops. within last year, not even a year. But I've been following that story too, and uh, he had a whole double life too, and nobody could have ever known. So check that story out. Check out Chris Watts and is there like a documentary? Let on me it? know if you want. There's no documentary on it yet. Okay, but just just read up on the whole situation and let me know what you think. That's something I'd like to talk about. That's crazy to me. Yeah, though. but um, I think the next next month we we need to get more lighthearted because even though this is kind of lighthearted, but like a lighter topic because like the last two have been pretty uh pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. That's fine because the Chris Watts one that's not even all wrapped up mm. yet. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to figure one out. Um, can't wait to finish uh, these classes so we can actually find something to talk yeah. about. It's not depressing. Shit. Yeah, like I think these classes are down. <laughs> yeah, like as we record this, I took my final tonight, and I and, and if my math is correct, I think I got a 74 in the class, which is exactly the lowest price grade you can get in SoPass. That's C minus. No, it's a C, so it has to be C or better. So seventy three is a C minus. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how you did. Yep. For sure. And uh, good luck on your uh, final coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, we can't use notes or open book again. Yep. Same on my shit. So I, I went through all the questions that I, I think I kind of knew. Then I went through all the ones I didn't knew, and then. I didn't know rather, and then for all the ones in, in, that included math, I just I just uh, chose C. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like on the final, I got like a I, I think I got a, a a sixty on the final, but because of all the homework and shit, it averaged out to be like a seventy four. Again, if my math is correct, my math isn't correct, I'm gonna be fucked because I'm not taking it again. What's your uh? What's your what's the the waiting on the exams and the the uh, exams are weighted pretty decently, but the homework is weighted more because there's more of it. Because in this class, the only test we had, the only test we had were the midterm and the final. But she was saying that if you did good on your homework, you should be fine. And 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 I got a hundred on like all of the homework assignments. Nice. So do you have another class? Um, Monday or is this it? Uh, next week is spring break and then the week after I have I think I'm, I'm taking two classes one on site and then one online okay what are what are those classes? Uh, I think financial management and I think international marketing okay I remember international marketing yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. But, um, yeah, okay. All right, well, let's wrap things up now. And, uh, yeah. Yep, we'll be back. This was a good, yeah. good disturbing topic <laughs> For to talk sure. about. And, and we'll be back in April with another episode. But until then, uh, everybody pay, plays the fool. There's no exception to the rule. And we need some relief. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we. Where's Bob? <laughs> friend in need. He's a friend in need. All right, we are out of here. Talk to you later, sauce. Yeah, bye. Yeah.